All right, so today is exactly what? It's one month to go to the Olympic Games in Tokyo, believe it or not. And as the whole entire world has been preparing for this rather strange edition of the event, our under-23 team, uh, yeah, it used to be called them at Look Look back in those days. Uh, we still hold on very affectionately to that, but yeah, it isn't called that. So it's our national under-23 team has also been working hard behind the scenes. And although... Uh, we are all here. The entire country will be right there on that plane with them. And we definitely wish them the best of luck. Um, a third time that the team uh, is going to be competing at the Olympics. And that was straight after the Sydney 2000, if you remember that great tournament, and also Rio 2016. Now, both of these occasions, we did not advance to the knockout stage. So we qualified, we were there, but we didn't advance to the knockout stage. And this is what Coach David Notwane will surely be targeting when he lands in the land of the rising sun. So from there, anything is possible. All you got to do, just try and qualify to the next round. Anything is possible after that. And for now, though, all that we want to hear is how the preparations have been going. Uh, the coach joins us this evening ahead of the Mission Tokyo, as they call it. Um, Monsieur David Notwane, SA and the 23 national team coach. Good evening. Welcome to Marama Sports Worldwide. Uh, good evening. Thanks, uh, Mr. Robs. Uh, we're really grateful for the opportunity uh, to be alive by the grace of God. We thank God for having saved you for us and uh, for us also navigating this COVID uh, situation that we are faced with. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you so much, David. I know you're very supportive in that uh, period uh, that one went through. And, uh, yeah, I, I do appreciate you. And uh, I, I, I wish you everything of the best. So what, what are they saying? You, you guys are going to be flying out soon? When, when is that? <laughs> uh, Rob, things are really tough. Really, really tough. Uh, safe to say we are a bit in trouble, to be honest with you. Uh, hence, you know, uh, at the moment as I'm talking to you, uh, we're due to be in camp uh, today, as I'm talking to you. And uh, unfortunately, you know, the sad reality of COVID-19 set upon us, and we had to delay our camp uh, because of uh, the high number of uh, our players that are coming uh, out positive from the tests we've done before we go into camp. So sure. that puts a span up on our preparations as it is, as I'm talking to you. My clothes are laid up here ready to get into the back so but i had to also leave them where they are now and waiting for management to uh, inform as to what the plan b will be now so really sad really difficult really draining after all the hard work we've had uh, in terms of our trip to saudi which was scheduled for this weekend and then from saudi we would have jetted on to tokyo wow so when were the tests conducted yeah, look, uh, usually we'll do uh, the test uh, 48 hours prior to coming into camp. Uh, so yesterday, a lot of the guys, you know, went through for the testing, and today the results were coming out. And then we determine, you know, uh, who is really dead and who is not. And usually we'd have a high number of players called up into camp, as you would have seen, 25, mm -hmm. to accommodate any possibilities of uh, positives coming out that we still covered, you know. So, yeah, that's, that's the reality, Rob. Uh, this this third wave is really something, you know, especially now that we are in Houting, we are directly facing it, you know, and it, mm. it's really showing its face, even into our preparations, as I'm talking to you now. 
And, and that's really bad news to hear, though, David, because this is really fresh news. You're talking about something that's happened today. I don't want to know about names, um, but what's the number of players that uh, have tested positive? Yeah, at this stage we have four, Rob. You know, uh, we have four, and the results are still tripling in. So you can never really be sure, you know, uh, at this stage. So, yeah, it's really, really difficult. Uh, we're really looking forward uh, to come in because we are already behind the program that I've set out to to implement as it is, you know. So, yeah, it's a difficult one. So what are the protocols that are in place now that you know at least four players have tested positive? Yeah, look, uh, we naturally have had, uh, 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 you know, options in terms of should this one not be here, then we'll look into this one. But from a protocol perspective, hence now in the last discussion with the management, uh, we're trying to engage and see if maybe we should move camp out of Houting, I say AP, and see if we move to another province, perhaps in Mpumalanga, perhaps in Limpopo, where, you know, the third wave is not showing its, its, its face yet. But it's a really, really challenging situation. I'm waiting actually for the outcome management is in meeting as I'm talking to you now, based on the discussions we've had. Sure. But with the players that have tested negative, you, you will continue with the camp? I mean, is it almost treated, David, like um, as if it's in a bubble situation? Are you isolated from other members of the public? How do you go about that? Because that must be quite tricky. Yeah, no, indeed, Robbie. Uh, hence, we said let's not rush you know, uh, into the ones that are negative to bring them in because then the numbers could 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 be something different. But uh, what we will do is in the next 48 hours, hopefully, we bring people in and, of course, be in a bubble. Uh, and it's something that I think, you know, generally teams should be aware of, Rob. Uh, this thing of sharing rooms, you know, it creates uh, this kind of problem. We had the same experience in Egypt where uh, on match day, you know, one of the players who was sharing tested positive, the other one tested negative, and, and we had raised concern around the issue of players sharing. But there's also issue of uh, 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 money. You know, this team is without a sponsor. So executing the program due to lack of funds becomes a challenge as well, you know, which is the second uh, issue that is sitting before us at the moment. Let's look at the journey ahead. Uh, I mean, this would have affected how uh, you, you select your team. Are, are we safe enough in saying that you have a squad that would be ready to fly out for your first game and noting that your first game is against the host nation. So when the Olympics start, you guys are, are the center of attention. Um, yeah, it might be added pressure, but that aside, would you say that you, in, in, in the event that the four do recover in time, and I, I don't know what the proper protocols are, sure. uh, whether or not you would have to wait or is there enough recovery time for them to fly out with you. But let's say they recover in time. Would they be able to join the party and would you have enough players who then test negative who would hit the road to Japan? Yeah, Rob, that, that's a tricky situation, to be honest. And uh, mm. the medical department, uh, obviously, I'm waiting for their direction because, indeed, there are protocols. Once a player is tested positive, you know, uh, it could have serious implications upon them uh, coming into uh, 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 Tokyo. We are three weeks away from the tournament, by the way, Robert. Mm. So uh, I'm waiting for the medical output once they finalize the results. Uh, it's four of key players, by the way. Uh, so, therefore, we will make a determination that 
should they recover after being retested? Uh, 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 or should they quarantine now, isolate, get treatment, recover? Would it still allow them to be eligible uh, to participate in the tournament? Of course, I'm hoping for that, but I'm waiting for the medical output tomorrow. But that being that, on the side, I'm also thinking around the reality of then who, who else then comes in, you know, uh, to strengthen the team and maintain uh, the same the same level of uh, quality and performance that we'd expect, uh, especially facing a tough group as we are. End of June, would I, would I be safe in saying you'd want to then announce your final squad? Yeah, definitely. In fact, we're due to announce the squad this weekend, uh, uh, Robert, uh, and I was looking really forward to that uh, with everyone coming in. The only headache would have been then, you know, Kaiser Chiefs, uh, is in the uh, CAF, one foot in the CAF Champions League final. So also that was an area that one was looking at with regards to a player like uh, Ngobo and uh, Rifrosla, uh, Sian Gezana as well, you know, Happy Mashiani. Those are the players that have been part of our qualification process to see how, how, how things pan out. And uh, if they go to the final, that presents another headache, Robert. Mm. You know, the Champions League final is on the 17th. So Safcock on the other side wants the team to be, you know, announced uh, SAP as in yesterday, actually. So there's that pressure that's coming from Safcock, but the reality is we have to wait first for Chiefs, and then I think we'll be able to, 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 to announce the team then and see, because you are allowed to replace players that test positive prior to the tournament. So we would still endeavor to announce and then, you know, would inform the replacements if the players don't come through before uh, COVID, just to also kill this suspense that is there for everyone, of course, including the players. I'm sure a lot of them are also hanging out there in suspense. Hmm. There was a notion, and, and, and I guess because you've got the option, uh, David, of, of naming these players who are over age, but nothing stops you from naming a simple under-23 player or players without naming any players that are over age that you can take with you. Have you yeah. made up your mind whether or not you're going to include the overage players? No, we are definitely going to include uh, the overage players, uh, Rob. Uh, I've previously indicated, you know, the positions uh, that I felt we needed to stabilize the defense, especially, you know, uh, experience could be there. We looked at the goalkeeping department. And uh, you would see that uh, the three that we've announced shows intent to say once you are tight at the back and things are stable, then with the talent that we have from the midfield going up front, we could turn on the magic and uh, enhance our chances of coming out with positive results. So definitely the spine is an area that one we looked at to say let's get the right spine in terms of experience to be able to give you know the other limbs of our team. More, more freedom of uh, uh, operation, knowing that the spine is intact with experience. I know the three players. Do you want to mention them just for the sake of the listeners? <laughs> if you know them, let me give you the, the freedom, Rob, to share. Uh, 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 at this stage, we went for Ronwin, as you would, would have seen in the collapse. Sure. And uh, we've also looked at Mubara, who's a former Olympian from Rio, who gives us uh, versatility. Uh, in terms of the positions that he can cover. And, of course, we also looked at Tabiso Kutumela uh, on top of the spine after his first fantastic uh, season at Marisbeck, and also a former uh, 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 Olympian, you know. Of course, the big questions will be, you know, those ones that are overseas-based, what's happening, you know. 
And I think we've already put it out there that uh, the challenge of securing the players through their clubs has been a mission impossible so far. Yeah, I mean, so so the when you look at the Tembazones uh, that were there before, I think Musa Lebusa, Persitao, uh, do they fall off now? And you focus on the three that you've mentioned. Yeah, the thing is, uh, look, uh, Rob, you'd see the season that Sundowns has had in the Champions League. Uh, it's off season, so you know some of the players uh, were really willing and uh, uh, committed to the process when we started. And uh, now it's coming end of the season. You find that uh, there's a lot of issues the players have to navigate. There's fatigue. Uh, the issue of the foreign base players, uh, Pesidao, the club wrote to say uh, they're not going to release him. We also have uh, Pepelos Tole, uh, Yaya, who the club has also indicated they won't release. Tiban Pete is also one that we're really looking to bring in and give us uh, uh, that stability in defense and in midfield. Also, the club you know, uh, relented in terms of saying they won't uh, release him. And then we have your Kangali Shabela. So, remember, Rob, uh, these clubs are not obliged as per FIFA rules uh, to release mm-hmm. these players. Hence, we are allowed to register 50 players. And uh, so, therefore, uh, the clubs are taking advantage of that situation. We try to engage, negotiate, and navigate. But safe to say, Robert, uh, the scenarios that are before us, to give you a clearer picture, uh, some of the players are entering their final year of the contract. So therefore, uh, the clubs is putting pressure on them to prove that they are worthy of you know, new contracts. Uh, uh, and the players, when we engage, really have put their case forward. And uh, as much as you want to push for them to be available, but you also think uh, the long-term benefits of uh, these players being able to play at a high level, you know, your EPL, your Portugal's, to benefit Bafana Bafana from the level of experience that they would gain competing at that level. Percy is a prime example as well, where, you know, engaging with Brighton, the feedback one gets is the club really put pressure on Percy to say, come, come in this season, be with us in pre-season, prove your worth and your place in the, you know, core group, and then you are good to go. So then Percy is faced with a similar situation. Do I go to the Olympics? Or do I stay in my club and find my place and prove to the coach that having come in the middle of the season, given an opportunity, I can prove myself. And we've had very long conversations with him. And eventually, you know, it came to that. So uh, Safa is written to FIFA to try and mitigate and seek support. Because I think the clubs that are mostly disadvantaged, Robert, would be your teams that are uh, uh, players that are overseas-based, your Australia you know, mm-hmm. us, South Africa, and the South Americans, Argentina, Brazil, and so forth. So that's that's where this thing is at this point in time. And unfortunate that, you know, these Olympics are falling outside of the uh, FIFA calendar, whereas the qualifiers were within the, the, the FIFA calendar. So it's something that one doesn't really understand. It doesn't make sense. And hopefully it gets sorted mm-hmm. going forward. So the rest of the foreign-based players, I mean, while you touch on the issue of the foreign-based players, is everything in line, the availability in line for you to have them before you fly out? Uh, I mean, you've got some very, very talented players that have had great seasons, you know, whether it's your Luda Singh or your, uh, your Luke de, uh, de Roo, uh, who's all the way in Sweden. Uh, you know, the Tabokrelis, uh, you can't argue with the kind of season that he has had, Tesha Smalepe, yeah. etc. Yeah. Uh, are, are, are those available and i know that maybe in mentioning some of these players they could be players that have tested positive of the four that you've mentioned <laughs> yeah rob uh, luckily the ones that we took to egypt are the ones that were eligible 
And uh, mm. so far, you know, your Lyle Fosters, do the things they've delayed their departure uh, for their preseason. The clubs are committed, hence we took them to Egypt. And we also brought in the ones that we haven't seen for a long time, you know, Luke Lurus, Liam Jordan, to integrate them and see how far they've developed and progressed. Tabo Taylor, as you mentioned, you know, had a super season, and we're happy with the contribution we saw of him uh, uh, in Egypt. So now here's a conundrum as well, Rob. Uh, what you then pick up with most of these foreign-based players is when they come this side and they have to go back to their clubs, you know, they have to then quarantine for... 10 to 14 days in some instances. So, and that creates a reluctance as well from the clubs to say, no, we're going to allow him on or we're not. But at least with the ones that uh, we've had in Egypt, we are confident that they are available for us and uh, we will announce uh, the whole squad in terms of who we are taking from our foreign base legend. But I'm happy that uh, uh, at least they will give us a little bit more still. Of course, if you consider us having your Pesitaus, you know, your Pepelos Tole, Yaya, Tivang Pete really one had a super team in his mind that would give us a, a springboard towards the future Bafana Bafana team, hopefully. But now, you know, the wheels have been turned all, all you know, all, all around, and now we're left with a little bit of what I would call not an ideal team, but hopefully, we are able to get a, a team that will be competitive enough, uh, despite the preparation that is before us. What is the struggle with Yaya? Well, look, you know the story, Rob. Uh, we all saw in the media, he's had a brilliant season. He's possibly in a transition in terms of the transfer. Uh, so the club, though, had indicated and written to us that he's not eligible because of reasons like that. Also because, uh, of course, if he joins a new team, they want to give him the opportunity to be settling into a new environment. So from what I pick up, there's still negotiations, but the club was relentless, Rob. They were very clear from the outset. Uh, we tried to engage and mitigate, but they are still, you know, holding on to say, because they are not obliged, they are taking advantage of the fact that they, they won't release him, you know. So, mm. yeah, it's sad. It's really difficult uh, because can you imagine, you know, a combination of a Tewo uh, you know, Yaya, Estole, Sipombule, Mshiningobo, you know, that gives you goosebumps. Uh, no, just the physicality it. side of it. I mean, never mind the the kind of excellence and brilliance in, in the passing, whether it's long range or shots at goal. I mean, the names that you mentioned right now, those are those are brilliant players that will give you depth, but also just give you alternative um, options in terms of style of play. 100%, 100%, Rob. You know, and we uh, you know Pepelos had a brilliant end to, to his Portuguese season, 20, 28 games, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in all competitions. You know, uh, I've been following him on his goal, and I was really, really looking forward to to see uh, uh, the experience and the growth he's shown over the years. How will it then uh, give us that extra edge and push in the group? But uh, having said that, Rob, you know, I'm one that always look on the positive side of life. We have the group that is, you know, predominantly local, very experienced, and uh, we hope that we sort out our preparations quickly, uh, knuckle down to the hard work, and uh, God willing, you know, we still make it to the Olympics as a country because of this state wave. It's really scary, Rob, to be honest. All right, let me squeeze in two voice notes. I might not have time for you to respond. Um, we, we have to go for a break, uh, but let's listen in to these two. Hey, Rob. Rob, you're talking to Mzianda uh, from Port Elizabeth. 
Rob, I don't have much to say. Uh, just to wish the coach good luck and, and the players uh, going to Olympics. They must just go out there, Rob, and show the world what is it that they are capable of and, and demonstrate to the world that South Africa is one of the countries in the world that is blessed when it comes to uh, football. We're going to rally behind them. We're going to pray for them, Rob. We so wish, Rob, we so wish and pray that they will qualify this time for the knockout stages. We know, Rob, that the, the, God of, the gods of Africa will never fail them. Thank you very much, Robert Brown. Good evening, uh, Prarop. Just a quick one to Ukochu, David Notwani. As much as I'm very happy with this uh, squad, uh, can you ask him what made him left uh, someone like Njabulo Plomo who has a wonderful season at Kaiser Chiefs in his squad? Thank you, Prarop. Evening, Mr. Marawa. You know your guest is speaking things with a sense because, you know, he is speaking what is the winning mentality in, but winning is what we want on the field, not winning when speaking only. It's Moses Mukwena of Hamukokwaila. Thank you, Mr. Marawa. All right, Moses, thank you so much. Spongalin, Zianda, um, I think uh, good luck messages. I've got all of 40 seconds. Maybe let's deal with the Blom one because we've got to go. Yeah, Rob, uh, look, Njabula Blom. You know, top young talent. Uh, we know him from the under-20s. We left him out, yes. Uh, if you look at the position where Chiefs have used him and you compare the players, as I indicated, that were eligible in that position, you know, we, we thought that uh, uh, those other ones would be, you know, more ideal. He's played at right back. He's played in central midfield at Chiefs. We know he's a versatile player. Unfortunately, Rob, taking 18 to the Olympics, you're going to leave someone out. That's how it is. David, I'm sure we're going to be chatting once you've named your final squad. But thank you for sharing, you know, the news. I know it's good as well as bad. And we do wish the players that tested positive a speedy, speedy recovery. Um, they can. And uh, they just have to have a, a sense of belief and not be in shock mentally uh, because they need that mental strength as well to overcome this that they are faced with. Uh, but, um, yeah, chat to you soon. And I'm sure that will be straight after you've named your final squad. Good luck, David. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Rob. And uh, as the, your listener said, the gods of Africa hopefully smile, uh, smile on us. Uh, but at the moment, we're going with the Salem 23. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Thank you so much. The under-23 national team coach, David Notwane.